G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. All right, next up, legends, is Kaluan Mufflers. Guys, these are a new sponsor to the channel. Can't thank him enough for jumping on board and helping us out this year. They've just finished off the absolutely awesome job of my ute making the stacks work with the LJ Fab tray. Guys, if you're in the 4x4 market from a weekender to an extreme off-road enthusiast, these guys are the people to see for your exhaust systems. They specialize in custom 304 stainless steel and 409 bolt-on systems. They also do merchandise, pop into the store. Guys, you can find them on the socials everywhere, uh, the website, phone number, um, Search up Clue and Mufflers on Instagram, online, wherever you're going to find them. It is my 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email, heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. Fuck. <laughs> Do you think of anything? I don't like. I don't know, but like I know what you're saying. Mm. You just do it, just because of the, the day and age these days. It's cool for now. Why am I struggling with this one so much? And maybe another one. Drive a manual. I don't feel like that's cool though. Driving a manual is it's like a little bit cool, but like wildly inconvenient. You know what it is? Go on. I'm guilty of this myself. Go on then, tell me. Really loud, stupid, obnoxious exhaust. Yeah, yeah, to rev it out. Yeah, fair it enough. It sounds sick for the first fair enough. day, two days, week, month. I've had my exhaust. It's loud, obnoxious. My parents will hear me take off from here, do a lap around the block and go back up the hill. They're like, we can still hear you. Yeah. I go, there's nothing cool about it. Yeah. 
I just it, I, now that the now yeah. that the one hundred five, all my cars have been manual, all of them, all of them, mm. all of them, every car I've ever had until now. The one hundred five yeah. is an auto, bro. If you don't tow, I, I love the auto. Yeah, I miss my you, auto in the Ranger. If you don't tow, why drive a manual? Like, exactly. And they're like, for the off road to hold the clutch, piss off. Nah. I, auto is so much better. Auto is so much better. So much better. Auto is so much better. So I think drive a manual, people do it because they think it's cool, but it's wildly inconvenient. Mm. Auto all day, every day. Yeah. All day, is, every day. I will say, if I was going to take a car remote, bush mechanics wise, anything like that, where Especially if you're solo, I'd have a manual. Oh. To the pure fact of if you get a flat battery, you're fucked. If nice, nice. You can roll start it, yep. anything mm-hmm. like that. If something goes wrong, like if you blow one gear in auto transmission, you're screwed. Yep. If you blow, say, second gear in your gearbox, you, you're going to be stuffed, but you might be able to get to that 100Ks out to yeah. crawl out. 100%, or, 100%. That's where I think when you go auto manual. If you're talking five, ten minutes down the road, if you've got a daily driver, go on auto every day of the week. Yeah. You're stupid to have a manual. Like yeah. my ute's the worst bloody thing to drive around the city because it's big, it's a tractor, it's obnoxious. Mm. Having a manual is good in its ways. Mm. But we're at a point now. Is there a new car that's coming out manual? I Mm-mm. don't think so. Uh, well, no, this is 70 series still, the Toyota Land Cruiser. Oh, yeah. They're the only ones that yeah. they've bought out an auto now. Yeah, which yeah. should happen years ago, but yeah. yeah, I don't. There is pros and losses, like pros mm. and cons to both of them. Towing so. for sure. I feel genuinely safer. Yeah. Um, in a manual. Mm. Um, but I think the biggest one is like electric vehicles versus gas vehicles. Dude, but let let listen, yeah. mate. Okay, <laughs> that's listen. a whole one. <laughs> TJ TJ's missus TJ's missus had to drive me and my partner to hospital one time. Mm. Like. Legally, but practically, yeah. she was in a Tesla. Dude, oh, the things could scare someone. Oh, yeah. Like, because it's not. Yeah, mum's got one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah she does too. Because yeah. um, it's not that the, the power coming on, it's not linear. Yeah. Right? It's just off or it's on. everything. Yeah. The G-force that I could get in this seat, I was like, bro, I'm afraid. She was like, I can't even drive it in bloody sports mode because it scares yeah. her. I was like. This car is out Insane. of control, yeah. out of control. But I see the drifting videos. <laughs> I see the drifting videos online, and like the Jim Carner and stuff like that. Yeah. In the in the electric vehicle. Have you watched the new one? Is it in the electric vehicle? Yeah, the Ken Block electric car. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, Part yeah, two yeah, before yeah, he passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but the yeah. it's it's cool, and the movement of the car is cool, but there really is something about you the novelty like the moistness mm. of the sound yeah. of an engine running yeah like and a car on the limit you yeah. know drifting limmy bashing blowback all of it when it's in an electric vehicle it's a toy it's cool it's whiny mm. but nah like yeah it just it doesn't really just make me go oh like it's <laughs> not yeah i know exactly what you're saying like yeah i've got a vision in my head right now where i'm looking i don't know where i've seen this video it's a car going up a hill on limiter, throwing dirt, soot, everything. Gangster. Just let it sick. It's and people sick. watch that going, holy Yeah, fuck. I agree. You see an electrical vehicle do that, you're going to see a lot of dust and yeah. no noise. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just going to be weird. It's just, it's just, it, but I know it's going Do we mention way. the time where you nearly killed me and Sam Young? 
when, 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 when. Oh, bro. Going on that hill. I was like, fucking rush. Bridget's coming, like, because I probably tried to drive it. What what he's talking about? It's in an episode, Springs Springs <laughs> episode. Um, and you, you, you don't see me, but you see Sam just go, holy fuck, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it like maybe like what five times. Yeah, something like that. There was just like a rock on it. Yeah, and it was just just bumping that rock step, bumping the rock step, but the ground was incredibly shaly yeah. and loose and let go. Mm. So just to even get the momentum to get up the bump yeah. i couldn't get the car moving yeah and it was just roaring and throwing these rocks but i felt like i was going like a k an hour yeah and i was like fuck it like i'm just gonna have to stay in it um mm. because i didn't even believe that if i get the front wheels up i'm not sure that i'm carrying enough pace to even get the rear up yeah like i was like and then i just made a absolute tsunami of dust yeah a hail mary just did not just, yeah. did not and and yeah it was out of control also oh my goodness i got i copped a lot of heat mm. and like where it's warranted look i guess the internet's not there to be the the jury of yeah. the influences but i copped a lot of heat that um episode because i wasn't wearing my seatbelt and really? yeah well i was yeah. um but, but i but i also there was there's some tracks where i wasn't anyway but um what had actually happened is and I didn't even get in the comments and be like, oh, yeah. you know, like I think I was. I was like, yeah, sorry. Um, but I didn't even try to explain it. But what actually happened was when we were driving hardcore climb, mm. my car was on such a 30 degree or, yeah. or whatever it was. I needed to get out to have a look at my where my wheels were set, mm. like just put my head out the window. And my seatbelt was locked on like any good bloody yeah. Toyota car, just locks on because it knows that you're on an angle. Yeah. So I took my seatbelt off stupidly to get my head out the window, not moving, get my head out the window and have a look at where my wheel placement needs to be and try to ride the wall a little bit. Yeah. And I couldn't get my seatbelt back on. And yeah. I tried and tried and tried. And in the in-car footage, right, we had it in the bloopers actually of me yeah. trying to get my seatbelt back on, but I was like, I can't get it on, whatever, we'll just yeah. go. But in the context of the storyline of the episode where you just see me start driving a track and then complete it without an episode on and just climbing and climbing and climbing in the cars mm. like, doing all these things that I understand are dangerous. Yeah. Um, that is my fault. I shouldn't have taken my seatbelt off. You should yeah. only take your seatbelt off if you're ever doing water crossings or in a circumstance where you might need to abort for sure. Like yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, and in that case, yeah, for sure. But I, I really got it that day. Everybody being like, oh, you know, you're encouraging girls to get out there, but then you're encouraging girls to be unsafe. I was like, oh, my God. But there's completely off topic. There's doing that in a controlled environment. There's what at the time, probably six or seven is watching one car mm. in a spot where you couldn't really go anywhere. Like mm. if you were to roll, you're just going to sit against a bank. Like mm. it's, you, but if the you audience roll, doesn't know that. I know. And it's, it's hard to say, but. And if I'm not put, odd. Put that, put that aim that they're going towards you going, oh, you're not wearing a seat, blah, 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 blah. Put that towards the people that are going up double island every weekend, hanging out the side of windows in cars with their mates doing donuts and it ends up in a tragedy. What is Double Island for everybody that's not from Queensland? Double Island is a place that's turned into a really shitty place because of shitty actions. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's a beach, so it's the same as like... It's like a beach sense. Like if you're from New South Wales, it's like what Redhead used to be. Yeah. Um, Road, it's like, beach, board, stock, Yeah, dirt. it's just it's, the ultimate Forby yeah. beach It's to just go our to. local drive on the tracks beach. Like I'm, yeah. I'm about 45, 50 minutes from the point of Double Island yeah. and about 15 minutes from the barge. Yeah. 
like so it's my close local get out on the beach and go for a wheel and yeah. watch the sunset mm. surf fish whatever it might be yeah that's but, something yeah. that you do on the podcast i've told you this before what? that um yeah yeah, yeah. i've told you this before yeah. like so do you have any u.s listeners yeah so in right? the last episode i put it out and because i seen it and it was like oh it said two percent u.s listeners and i was going i had a thought mm-hmm. i was like holy shit that's right that same month it jumped by one percent i was like why tommy and matt baker were over there tommy was listening to the potties over there i was like it would have registered that he was but that's good for your audience right? bro. which is sick yeah but i got a message not yesterday the day before from a bloke he had a weird name it was like maybe it was like gerard or something like that that's and a it, great name was, don't discriminate. No, but it wasn't spelt like Love that. Love you, Gerard. <laughs> but it wasn't spelt like that. <laughs> yeah. It was spelled something weird. And yeah. he was like, yeah, we listen to the potties over yeah. here. We do like, yeah. they call it overland touring and yeah, all that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It was like sick. And they got Jeeps and everything. It was like, man. And, huh. and, and I said to you that and like – But what I great. found with that, there's people in like UK. Yeah. And like um, – And like do you reckon, do you reckon the people spots? in the UK listening right now know about DI? Shit, no. Because you call it DI too. Yeah, DI, and not I'm Double like, Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Double Island. Everybody in Australia, it's it's um, it is just the ultimate four driving beach mm. uh, in Queensland. And yeah, you do. You talk about Queensland. What's wrong? <laughs> They're gonna. Have oh, do they not get along? No. Nah. Oh, you are the adjudicator. <laughs> hey. Ah, 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 come here. Yes. <laughs> you mentioned that. I did. Story, yeah. Um, only like two weeks ago. Yeah. But. I um, was like, no, 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 Mr. Quinn Livin must go first. <laughs> yeah. Must go first. But yeah, that's Who is it? Uh, it's called Girls, Girls, Gear, Girls and Gear. Um, it's yeah, like, right. it's, it's just a really female. It's yeah. what you do, but for the females. Yeah, right. Um, and they're cool chicks. Yeah. They've listened to it. They're cool as. Um, but it's still like at that, they're only like four or five apps out. Um, or they're just yeah they're, just they're going for it yeah but they seem really nice um so i was like yeah i'll come to perth and they yeah. were like whoa this bridget chick's amazing because yeah. they're like we could do it by distance i was like no fuck it i'll come to you yeah. um but it's just it's over my christmas break so i was like i don't mind making yeah. the effort for everybody and and i really like their vision as i do yours so mm. um yeah, i just yeah. want to see everybody do well and if it, i can help in any way even if it's tiny i'll yeah. help Put a presence there and talk to them, and yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Out, so. Yeah, for sure. It's cool seeing because, like, I mean, everyone's going to go, Oh, you copied this person, you copied that person with the podcast. Like, how many people do we know that have either tried or started a podcast that just never stayed with it? Like, I know mm. Maddie Bake had one with mm. Explore Yarns, mm. um, Outback Equipment, I think, had one through COVID, mm-hmm. which I never even knew about. Someone mm-hmm. else told me that. Ronnie Dahl's on one, Ronnie Dahl started his, I think, we're pretty similar time. When mm-hmm. we both started ours, mm-hmm. and it was like, but at the same time, people go like, "Oh, this person's going, this person's going." They might be doing very similar things. At the same time, mm. it's not a thing against Ronnie Dale, but some people don't want to listen to him. It's not a thing against me that some people don't want to listen to me. Mm. You've got your preferences. You there is punch the mic mil- over that. <laughs> 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 There's a million people out there running podcasts yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Some you might like, some you might not. Yeah, but. Why not? Yeah. Also, too, I really like the more the merrier for me because I do more a lot variety. of driving. Yeah. I do a lot of driving. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of truck drivers out there, people listening to this right now while driving a car. Mm. And it's like Australia is a big-ass country yeah. and it, and one podcast never, ever, ever gets you to your final destination. 
Mm. So like, go for it. Yeah. Absolutely well, go I, for it. I think it. the crazy thing is too, like a lot of people that listen to podcasts are blokes that work in the mines and are seeing yeah. your machines for 10 to 12 hours yep. a day or, yep. you know, like I've heard people that have workshops and they're like, our whole workshop will listen on a Monday or a Tuesday yeah. and we'll just play it for a couple of hours That's in the morning. Like, Shout out workshops. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. But it's like, there's so many variations to yeah. listen to a podcast that whether you go home and watch it on the couch with your family, if it's appealing you to sit, watch two people sit on the couch, but yeah. it's one of those things that's in the background that you can pay attention to while mm. you multitask. Mm. That's the best convenience mm. about a podcast. Is Absolutely. It doesn't matter where you're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's cool because I really like unscripted stuff. Yeah. That's why when you were doing this, I was like, dude, that's sick. Mm. I was like, anything unscripted, I'll, I'll watch it, I'll be on it, I'll consume it, I'll do it. I think it's mad. Yeah. I think it's mad. I just really, really like it. If you could be on one reality TV show, I don't like reality TV shows, but if you could yeah. be on one reality TV show, what would it be? Jeez. Mine's Big Brother. Or actually, no, let's talk about this. I think for years mine was Big Brother because I just yeah. feel like I'd go in there and I'd kill it. I, yeah. I, like, I just, I, I feel like I, I, I really enjoy myself. I think everyone thought that at some point. I feel like I really enjoy like myself. When it was, do you remember Big Brother before they changed it to the new side yeah, of Big no, Brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old school when one was sick. When it was relentless. Yeah. Yeah, I, Big like Brother Friday for night games and shit like that. Yeah. You'd be like, I dominate that shit. Absolutely. And I was probably 12 when I was watching it. Absolutely. I completely agree with you, Big Brother. However, yeah. this isn't reality TV, but my opinion's got to change. Mm. I just submitted my um application to try to be on the show never done that before by the way people actually i submitted to be on big brother um and but i submitted to be on sam and i actually did our submissions the other night because we just watched have you seen do you know how many people are going to send a submission now trying to get on the show with you bro let's beep out what the show nah fuck it have you seen Mm. that you've seen the squid games show right yeah 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 have yeah. you seen the game show Squid Game? No, I haven't watched it yet. It looks sick. Dude. Yeah. I, you know, look, I've I seen like spoilers for it. Now, it is, I would, I'd actually pay to go on it. Like yeah. I was like, that is so sick. Screw Big Brother. I want to compete Yeah. and I want to go on that game. That is a yeah. gangster game. Yeah, actually, I've probably got one show where I would. Yeah, okay. What's yours? You ever watched Alone? Alone, alone, yeah. alone. No. They they drop you. You get like ten items or whatever it is, ten oh. survival items. Yes. And they just drop you in the middle of nowhere, yes. and they see if you can go a hundred days in the bush surviving on your own. A hundred days a lot. That's a lot, but I reckon it'd be like doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, doable. But some people like they put them in spots where they did one in New Zealand, I think, mm. and like people get like fifty days in, and they're literally like they've lost twenty kilos. They're starving. They they've like lost all their fishing line or their knife's broken or whatever it might be and it just breaks them like you don't have it, a single person to talk to yeah. for a hundred days it, it would get it, because you would become the you. experience yeah you can't it'd be wild yeah and that's that's what i really liked about big brother mm. because or any real genuine real content that goes for long enough is that it seemingly it starts and everybody knows they're on camera it's like any game yeah. it's like any show they, the girls come on, the guys come on, and they're all dressed really nice and they smell you know, good. They've got their makeup funny on. funny one on Netflix, that Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. They come thing. on, they come on, and they arrive and they look good, yeah. right? Because they're like, I'm going to be on television, I'm going to look so good, and me, 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 right? But yeah. it doesn't take long before they've been in the experience for way too long Yeah. that the makeup comes off, the, the shitty girly, hi, my name is Samantha, tone of voice goes away. 
yeah. and they just start talking and, 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 and the real comes out. And you're seeing yeah. real humans interacting with each other. And that's what I used to really like about Big Brother. Yeah. Um, and the Squid Games game, mm. epic. Yeah. I have no words for it. Um, that is one that I would absolutely go on. I think yeah, you can yeah. kind of tell after this point. Anything that's unscripted, I'm like, yeah. let it go. Like, let's see what happens. I've seen one spoiler from it, which made me really want to watch it. I just go on. Mm. You know, the red light, green light, and there's mm. that girl that's like squatted. Mm. That was 45 minutes. Yeah, no, okay. So, so, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've, I've done some deep dives. I've done some research into it. Yeah. Um, and to get the shots of everybody, mm. They had to hold their freeze for a really, really, really long time. Yeah. 45 minutes for this girl. And she was in an uncomfortable position holding a squat. And she just was like, I can't do it. And she gave up and she sat down. Do you want to know another thing that I heard about it is they played the glass bridge game where they've got to guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember it? Yep. They've got to jump from left or right and then figure out the sequence on how to get out. And people have to essentially sacrifice themselves to be able to get the rest of the team there. Mm. Um. And they show when you step on the glass square, either the left one or the right one, you've got to guess which one. It either stays solid or it breaks and you fall down. Mm. And that wasn't actually what was happening. Every time someone would step on the square, they'd either say like you're on the correct square or you're on the wrong square. Uh, Everybody would have to get off. They'd bring stunt doubles on and then the stunt double would fall. Then they'd all get off. They'd get the real people back on and then they would continue Uh. playing the game. Yeah. Every single time, so that the actual game players couldn't get hurt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, they. Mr. Beast did the exact same thing, yeah. but he just did it over a huge foam pit. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I reckon that the Squid Games game mm. was actually filmed where the the genuine show was filmed. There's no yeah. way that that got. There's no way that that got rebuilt. Yeah. Right. My yeah. Man, my manager is messaging me right now. She's probably like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" <laughs> Yeah, she's just checking on me. See, there's a whole team yeah. behind it, Red Dirt. Yeah, everyone making sure everyone's <laughs> she just like, you're still there. It must be going well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm run away crying. Um, but, yeah, no, I I, um, I think that shows like that where you get to see humans become quite raw, mm. I think that's really sick. Like we put together an episode one time um, and Brie was, and this isn't shade on her, I actually thought this was really beautiful and I really liked it. Um she forgot to lock her hubs and we were driving yeah, in the snowy mountains yeah. and like it was wet and the mud and it's really slippery and it was really steep. Like we're in the snowy mountains, guys, like it was full on. Mm. And um, we Is were that the one you filmed with Matt, Matt Baker. Yeah. yeah. From Explore Life. So, so Matt's spotting us. He's in his 39 and, and he's spotting Bree just coming down just a hill. Like, yeah, there's a bit of a full driving element to it. But to yeah. be honest, like if I'm driving it in the Hilux, like it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Bree was just like, like, I can't, I can't, like, like my, my, my reduction gears aren't working, my lockers aren't working, like it's, this shit's not working. And she was yeah. getting really overwhelmed and honestly quite scared. Mm. And um, and Matt was spotting her and spotting her and spotting her and he was being patient and understanding and then I would just come through and he would be like, because I'd be standing there in the spotting situations to make sure that she was safe and Matt would be like, okay, Bridget, go up and get your car. It's your time to come down. And Matt would be like, you know what to do, right? Like mm. basically do the opposite to what Bree did. Yeah. Don't hold your foot on the brake because you will just start sliding. Slide. You'll slide sideways. You will get scared. There's a cliff just here. Like you've got to keep your shit together and yeah. let the gearing of the car. And he was like, and I understand that your car doesn't have lockers. It hasn't been re-geared. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely not reducted. So um, you are going to roll quite quickly, mm. but let the gear do its thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. man. 
whatever. <laughs> and I just come cruising in and cruising in. And we were all like, what, like, what, Brie, like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? And she was like, you guys understand that like, the car's just freaking me out. Yeah. And then Matt made a silly statement after a lot of downhill driving and was like, silly as in like, just a passing statement. Have you locked your hubs? Yeah. And everyone went silent. And she looked at me and I looked at her. Yeah. And she just started crying. So embarrassed. And I give her a hug and I was like, babe, like it's it's yeah. so fine. Like you poor thing. I can only imagine how scared she really was. Think about that now. Yeah. Driving down wet, muddy hills with no gear, just Super full rock. blown, full yeah. blown roll. You know the speed of a roll that you'll pick up on? Oh, yeah. And then she would come on the brakes. And she'd scare the shit out of herself because she's almost went off the side of the cliff. Yeah. And it would have been so sad for mm. her. And that's one of the things, and it comes up in the episode that that you had the privilege of watching pre-release of, you know, a repercussion of making real, raw, honest content yeah. is that you open yourself up to extreme criticism. And, and you both got emotional in that video too. Yeah, I was sad for yeah. her. Yeah. I was sad for her because I could tell how embarrassed she was. Mm. And I and and I believe, like at that point, I believed like I just had to look at her and and I knew how talented she was. Yeah. And I knew how good she was. And I was like, there is no need to cry, you just made a mistake. And it was making me sad to um oh, are you talking about how sad what are you talking about? It was sad in that episode. Sort of both. Yeah, sort yeah. of both. Um and I I I felt for her for yeah. what she was feeling because you know what would have been going through that girl's head and I get it because I had the same job as her right yeah um this is gonna be aired out all over the internet yeah and I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot yeah. and and when we were editing that and putting that together and communicating about it I fully understand and I have never ever ever put it on her and I never would put it on anybody mm. somebody that's been open on camera and and something like that has happened yeah. something embarrassing something's broken you've made a mistake whatever it is up to the choice especially when there's tears involved it's up to the choice of the person that showed that raw state of i i forgot to lock my hubs and i'm embarrassed about it yeah. how much of that she would want to go into the edit yeah i wanted the intensity and the drama and and all of that, like what really, really, really went down, I wanted to really have that be the episode because we've got so much content of it. Yeah, but yeah. understandably, this is somebody's emotional state that we're talking about. Yeah. And we refined it to where she would feel most comfortable. And we did say what happened. Yeah. We didn't lie about it. Um, but in But it was one of those of, things that was like so dramatic. And then it was over. And then it was just like a laughy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and because it was so relatable because it – I've done that. Yeah. A of lot course. of other people have done that too. Yeah. And yeah, it comes back to being real. And that's and that is something that I will not do. Mm. When everybody saw me go bungee jumping and I was having a full blown breakdown. Yeah. I was like, I can't I, I'm so afraid. Right? Yeah. Or in the episode that comes out very soon after this podcast about when we surprise Nas yeah. in that in that secret place. And watch what that girl went through. I take my hat off. I have so much respect for that young girl. What she went through being completely blind yeah. for two and a half days straight sends you psycho. Yeah. And how well she handled herself. Mm. And when your eyesight is taken away from you, your other senses go really crazy. Yeah, directional sense. So and, what she yeah. was hearing and what she was going through in her head would have been so difficult. Yeah. 
and we captured all of that on camera. Mm. And then the moment that she was told where she was and what she was being made to do. Yeah. And we filmed all of it. And obviously, and, and I love that when we edited it and put it together and we showed it to her and we were like, are you comfortable for all of this? She was like, that's the real story. And yeah. I was like, that's how I trained you, bitch. Like, yeah. that's, how I'm, that's how I want you to be thinking. Mm. I want you to tell the truth, be the truth and really lean into it. Um, and and I, 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 just, I just love, love, love episodes like that. Yeah. And it's getting, it's funny that in the team, I know the team really well and I know my, my people really well and the guests really well. You know, we've got like Molly Dixon and Tay Jane coming on and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. And like I, a lot of research and time goes into, you know, what am I going to get them to do that yeah. they, that they can um, sort of step out of their comfort zone and be mm. more of themselves that they don't get to be on their own show. Kind of like me on this podcast with you now. Yeah. Um, and the team currently is talking about like, well, hold on a minute. Bridget does a really good job of creating these storyboarded storylines of what she's going to, what adventures and what yeah. tracks and what comfort zones she's going to get other people to step out of in the protection of her show and in yeah. her moment and in her cars. What could we get Bridget to do? Because no one can do it to me because I'm the boss. Yeah, true. <laughs> and it's funny that the team is like, well, you've got you've to do it. You've got to do yeah. it. So at the moment the talk that's going on behind the scenes is they're all unpacking and putting down like I need to get put out for a, another true narrative, the true thing, um, and what's that going to be? And I don't know because I'm not going to get told. I'm just going to get like an envelope, so to speak. Yeah. And it's like you need to go here and you need to do this and it's going to scare the shit out of me. But I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So I just I just really love that stuff. You can probably tell my, by my reaction. I just think that that yeah. shit's just the coolest stuff on earth. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, oh, you want you want to hit me with your fucking ending question? Or? We got some ending questions. Ending. I wanted to go back to one last thing, oh, okay. which is this one here. You you brought up to me affiliate links, oh. but you said this to me. I did that so that you could forget not have to ask me. No, too bad. Okay, <laughs> okay. affiliate links. This will be part of the last yep. little questions. Michael Jordan and affiliate links. Oh yeah. You told me about yeah, this, and I had no idea about yeah. the past oh. and how it started. And you had a really good way of presenting yeah how everyone just looks at affiliate link like it's such a normal thing now yeah yeah okay and i love the if you haven't seen the air jordan movie it's a watch it and then you'll understand more of what i'm talking about but i know a lot about michael jordan and his career and he is the the face figure of his career obviously he's the performer but a really important factor of what made michael jordan amazing was his mother yeah and she was the she had a business perspective behind the scenes that he probably didn't get the opportunity to have because you spend so much time trying to be a great basketball player. And when it came to the point where the shoe Jordans, mm. Air Jordans were being made, and Michael Jordan was going to be the only person that was going to wear them and represent them and make this shoe great. Yeah. And Nike broke a lot of rules, interesting rules. In those days, you couldn't wear basketball shoes that had more than like, that had to be like 85% or 90% all white. Yeah. And Nike said, fuck the rules. Yeah. You get paid 5000 you get charged a penalty of $5,000 a game if you break the code of the uniform rules. Yeah. And Nike said, screw it. Yeah. For Michael Jordan, if we can sign Michael Jordan, yeah. then we will do 
what we think is going to make him perform and look his best. Yeah. And they made this that red shoe. Mm. And Michael, he looked at the shoe, and he and he was like, "Okay, I, I love, I like, I like this shoe. Yeah. I, I'm keen to wear this shoe." And his mother stepped in and negotiated on his behalf and said that Michael will only wear the shoes if five percent mm. of all proceeds uh, of all um, sales price. I don't know what, what do you call revenue. It? Revenue. That's it. That's the word. Um, if five percent of all of the revenue goes to Michael. Yeah. Of every single shoe that he sells. And that had never been done before in history. Mm. And Nike was like, no, like we're just going to pay you a massive lump sum and you're going to wear the shoe and yeah. and and that's it. Like, And then next year when we re-sign your contract, we'll just pay you another lump sum. And the mum mm. was like, no, 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 no. You'll pay the lump sum but you'll also be paying 5% of the proceeds. Yeah. Um, and Nike was thrown by that. The concept of yeah. that was out of control. And she articulated it and pretty much said something to the effect of that shoe mm. will be what it's meant to be because the identity and the talent of my son will make it there. Yeah. And that shoe can't be a shoe worth buying if it's not because of my son. Yeah. So you owe my son 5% of every shoe. And Nike said, okay. Yeah. And Michael Jordan has gone on to make billions and billions and billions of dollars. Crazy money. Off 5% of that shoe yeah. for the rest of his lifetime. And it will go beyond his lifetime. Yeah. And the point of that is this, and this is back in like the 80s or the 70s, whenever it was. The point of that is this, is if it wasn't for people or specifically Michael Jordan's mother, mm. affiliate links and influencer opportunities for kickback would yeah. not exist today. Yeah. They just would not exist today. It was people like that that changed the way mm. and said, that's your product and yeah. you've designed it and you've done a great job, but you require me to yeah. go and make the return on investment incredible. Yeah. So I want to be incentivized for whatever I sell and yeah. I will wear it and I will own it and I will make it great. Yeah. Right. And I believe that's how we've ended up to the point where affiliate links are absolutely everywhere. Yeah. And they've gone to this massive peak of heaps of authentic value. Yeah. And brands were like, this is so, so, so good. And then it's, it's, it's hit this peak and then it, it went it's out. It's overwashed. It went out of control. Yeah. And then what happened was the general public, okay, I'll put it to you like this. The reason why it worked with Michael Jordan is because Michael Jordan was a very highly respected person in his yeah. area. And it was in once upon a time to get access to an affiliate link mm. was near impossible. Yeah. You needed well, to be it's, it's one of, of the like best. It's sort of like how you look at it as a sponsorship these days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he was combining both of those Correct. in one without 100%. ever being doing it. 100%. So um, to get your hands on an affiliate link now, mm. like not everyone can do it but kind of, Anyone can do pretty it. Pretty easy. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Like I get ones where... handed out once a month from companies that, with a quick search, I can find 30 people doing it that mm -hmm. are my best mates. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to compete mm -hmm. with someone who I consider is my best mate? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not naming any companies right now, but I, I don't care that much mm -hmm. for, let's just say it's probably a five, $10 kickback. Mm -hmm. If you're not unique to what you're doing, it's not special. It's not special. Yeah. And, 
affiliate links are everywhere. They're being given yeah. to anyone and no one is taking an affiliate link and becoming their entire, becoming the brand and doing it yeah. and owning it. They're just like, oh, this is the affiliate link this week and then the next week there'll be another one. Yeah. And the authenticness of it is near, far, far, far gone. And it's very frustrating to me. Mm. And that's where that turning point where it became so saturated has happened in my lifetime of being in the four-wheel driving industry, which is when I decided to stop, Yeah. right? Um, I And the fact is, you know, I get offered affiliate link opportunities a lot. Mm. And this is what I don't think is healthy. Yeah. If I'm promoting an affiliate link, that you can be sure as shit that I'm making no money out of that. Yeah. If I whether it's a show link, whether it's a link with, you know, Polaris or one of the people that I work with, I'm not getting a kickback out of that. Yeah. And I know that everybody's gonna be like, but you're just getting paid in a different way. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm mm. not getting a kickback from that. Yeah. And the reality is, is that it, it do I get offered the kickback? Mm. Yes, but what do I do in return? And what do I do to flip that? This is what I do. I say to the brand, if you're going to give the customer 5% off mm. and you're going to give me 5% off or the customer 10% off and me 10% off, you obviously can afford 20% off. Yeah. You can obviously afford the 20% off. Just give it all to the customer. Exactly. Make that 20%. Just, I don't want it. I don't yeah. want it. I want to be able to promote that affiliate link and say to the, say to the people, I've been able to get you 20% off. Yep. You know what I mean? The best discount I could possibly get for you. I'll let I'll get paid in the YouTube revenue when these nice people that love me go, oh, watch Bridget's video tonight. Yeah. That's right. I'll imagine make the money there. You know, just watch the videos. It's free. It doesn't hurt you. Watch the videos and then Bridget makes money. You want to support me yeah. genuinely? Subscribe and watch the videos. It's, it changes my life. Yeah. Um, if I'm selling to you a product with a discount code attached to it, yeah. my wallet is not filling up. Yeah. And it's not how I want to fill it up. Um, and it just adds to the, the, like the, the authenticness, just like really meaning what you say a little mm. bit. Um, I, I took the same approach with a brand that isn't signed on yet, mm -hmm. but it's hopefully coming in the mm -hmm. next few mm -hmm. months and making its turns is I took that approach. I said, all right, let's run. Cause it was like, we're going to run it in stages. Mm. We can, we want to see how good you can promote the product naturally. And then put you on like a discount code and then look at sponsorship yep. and then look at bringing it part of a team, sort of like mm. representing the brand of the brand, mm. not through my brand for the brand. Mm. And I said to him, I said, well, what if earlier we could set up a discount link where nothing goes to me, but the direct customer gets it and it's just an easier way to track, you yep. know, am I actually bringing in sales for you? Am I bringing forth those people that want to be using your product that yep. – is there. Yep. And they were just like, what do you mean? Mm. And I was like, well, if you can still give me a free product and in the future there's that potential of a paid sponsorship up front where, you know, we're running your signage everywhere, we're promoting the shit out of your product and doing all those sort of things, I don't need a $5 kickback mm -hmm. for every item mm -hmm. or a $100 kickback for every sale or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm doesn't help me because it's only what's it this way it's only minuscule to what the actual big goal of promoting that brand is absolutely yeah and it's like now that red dirt is my own and i can finally do things truly how i want to do them and it's not down to like you know the voting system of of what's best for everybody and and that like and obviously mm. you know 
everybody's got to make money and, and eat yeah. and whatnot. Um, like I choose to live my life on such a simple level so that it can be affordable because I want to give back to the brand. But some people don't have that choice. Like I said, like if you've got a kid, come on. Yeah. Like you've got to you've got to take care of your family. Like that makes so much sense. Um, but now that things get to be, you know, and like one of the I've been working with Polaris for years, mm. right? Um, they're one of the OGs and I love them. Um, and you know, they they offered to be a a code and yeah. it was integrated into our agreement um, for me to use at a very specific time that was going to be most opportune for them. Um, and they said that they would pay me, right? Yeah. And, you know, flash forward 12 months later yeah. when I've grown the channel and I'm pushing and pushing and pushing and then now the channel is mine and I can do exactly what I want, how I want, Yeah. you know, not down to a voting system. And then, you know, I'm like, I, I don't want your money, Polaris. Like, mm. don't give it to me. Chuck it back in and, and grow yourself or invest in your website or go to another full driving show. Like, yeah. take care of your own people because I'm sure, like, I just, I, m- maybe, maybe this is a weak point for me mm. as a business person. Um, but my, I really do work with people that, I genuinely like I can yeah. call my I can call my sponsors as friends and be like this is what I've got this business what's going on yeah well I've got yeah. this I've got this little trouble with the business like what's your take on this like what do I do here yeah. what's your thought on that and I actually trust their advice as people because I know they're genuine people mm. and also I can run their product on any car that I build because yeah. I know that if it was bought a hundred times it would run the mile a hundred yeah. times and it's just it's just it and to be fair a lot of people in the industry are just like me. Yeah. Um, a lot. Anyone that I know, actually. Yeah. Um, and you just hear the scary stories, and then mm. you're just like, "Oh, just stay away from that." Yeah. Yeah. There, there are those out there, but yeah, it's interesting when you say like going either to that brand and saying like invest in this or relay information like this. I've had people that I've supported come to me and go, "What's the best way about promoting this?" Mm. or you know, sending this or changing this or vice versa, whatever the um, product or thing might be. And you just sort of just give you two cents. But then the same way they've come back and gone, yeah, like what do you want to change? What do you want to see? Like vice versa. And it goes both ways with a brand that really wants to work with you. But yeah. also when you've got a brand that you're working with and you're like, hey, let's make something unique. Yeah. And I had this not too long ago, which I don't touch that brand anymore mm. i said let's do this and integrate this as an option mm. when you know someone buys something you know like say they use my code or link to buy something give them something extra mm. so why would we do that they're going to buy the product anyway so no mm. so not me well that's no. and that's i complete like if if and it, I, I can respect that it is hard because if, if mm. sponsorship money paid the bills, you'd only ever have to have one sponsor. Like why do you think exactly. you have to have multiple? Because yeah. okay, you can't survive with, it, with if, just one. If I had a sponsor come out and say, we're going to give you 150 grand a year, just only advertise us, fucking done. Yeah, you'd be like, cool. That'd be great. <laughs> let's but go. Yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. realistically it's not like what that. you may be getting, you know, 100 bucks an episode for a podcast or you're, you know, you might get five grand a year from a company to go, hey, advertise this I don't know, tray, mm. suspension, mm. bull bar, aerials, comms, mm. electrical, fridges, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. They're not huge. People think another- they're making millions just yeah, because they're in front of a camera. And But that's the thing. It's like, 
and also you don't get paid the money up front. No. You you don't get paid until you achieve the job. It's, so you out of your own pocket you, have to front the cost. You've got a really good de- term for this and it's called like your deliverables. Your deliverables, yeah. yeah. They're called deliverables. Um, and to anybody that doesn't know what a deliverable is, but basically you have uh, an agreed list of things that you need to do. So in my case, it's how many episodes a year do I have to make trying and testing the gear? That's yeah. it, right? Um, and then you get paid. So yeah. obviously I break up all of the like the amount of content that I need to create in it basically adventures and going mm-hmm. on adventures and, and you know, using the gear. Um, I break it up so that I can do a few for each brand every month. Um, but I don't get paid unless unless I've achieved the job. I get paid after I've delivered. Yeah. So the upfront investment comes out of my pocket because I've got to go and pay to make the episode, pay to get it edited, pay to pay the yeah. staff, you know, pay to pay me, yeah. and then and then achieve the job. And yeah. then the brand assesses the work, looks at the return, and then it's like, yep, happy gravy, no worries. Here's a small part of yeah. the money that we owe you. So it's like. It really is work, but that's why I can't preface enough that if somebody was to ever want to support the brand, watch and subscribe. Yeah. Because I – And I say that I don't so put, much. Like, like I – I, I, when the brand became mine, mm. we came into a new year. Yeah. It was seemingly the brand was mine way before, but um, we came into it we on approach to a – uh, another, you know, season three. Contract to a year. Contract yep. to a year. And um, when there's a new year, there's new contracts and there's new inflation and the cost of living goes up and the channel's bigger and then it's time for you to put your prices up. Did yeah. I? No. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'm the idiot. But like. You, you know, right now there is people listening to this going, Bridget, you're fucking with our affiliate links. You're yeah. fucking with our Shut contracts and yeah. we're trying to get these sponsors and yeah. now you're saying we can't do that and then you're giving them ideas and yeah, I didn't, it's being real. It's doing something different. I didn't oh. put I the the brands that I wanted to continue working with into a new year. I was like another year, you know, we've been together for a while now yeah. um, and thank you and I love the gear and, and um, I know that the channel's gone up this much but like um, I'm not going to charge you for that. Yeah. Um, if you want to stick around and keep going and do another big year, I'm going to do another big year and it's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I, the best way mm. to guilt-free way to make money is get YouTube to pay it to you. Yeah. yeah it's a bottomless picket of a bucket of money. It's, it's almost like take it from if you got a bloke with a billion dollars. Yeah. Like that ten cents isn't going to hurt for every yeah. view. Yeah. You got a company that's just doing the bare minimum to support the company mm. and you're just asking for maybe let, let's say a free set of tyres mm. or a sponsor set of tyres, yep. that's a big deal to them. That's like a couple of hundred million dollars yeah. to the billionaire. But like, that's a, that's if that makes thing. sense. Like it makes so much sense and that's another thing that I – I'm not saying go after the biggest company because no, they got the most sure. money. For sure. They're not, they're not dumb. They're not just yeah. going to go, oh, this guy can take – 50 grand. But that's like. another thing that I had to, you know, I had to think about and think through as as a person is, you know, well, coming into a 2024, mm. when I was having discussions about 2024 before it had kicked off, I knew that there was two more cars coming to the show, that yeah. these brands, like, they're, we've got to get, like, me and them, we've got to get their gear on the car and, yeah. and develop these cars using their gear. Mm. So, like, of course I wasn't like, oh, it's it's – 
you know, triple the price. I was like, there's always there's a, there's two cars being developed. Like, yeah. when does that get put into the the ratio perspective of um, how much money that it costs even for them? You know, yeah. um, so I think it's got to be you got every the best way to handle sponsorship is you need to just really make sure that you love the product. Yep. Um, and you need to be authentic about that. And that's the best way to go forward. And if you're doing it for a cash grab, it does not last long. No. It, it does not last long. You need to it, – it doesn't make them any money. It doesn't make you any long-term money. It's not the way to do it. You just need yeah. to love the gear, learn. Like if you haven't had the opportunity to have the gear, which I didn't have that – I was lucky that I been was able to have it for a while, but um, make sure you love it and then tell your audience about it. Yeah. Um, don't get paid and then tell your audience about it. Like that's 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 a no no from me. It's sort of it comes back to that term sellout, which is yeah. it's hard because if you genuinely believe in the brand, I don't believe it's called selling out. But mm. if I had a brand come to me and say, "Here's fifty grand, advertise this product," mm. and I blatantly lied through my teeth that this is the best product ever, mm. whatever it is, and just took that money, mm. the only person that wins is me in a way. Mm. Yeah, but and yes and no because yeah, no, yeah. at the end of the day it's going to backfire somewhere down the line. Yeah, it does. It absolutely yeah. does. And that's it's like it's really nice to be in the position that I'm in because I now get the choice in putting my green tick of approval and being like who do I want to be with and who do I want to work with. You know, mm. one of those factors comes with there's someone that I'm working with that is not public. Yeah. I'm working with the gear and I'm working with them and no one will know and it's not for the money. It's um, well, there is no money coming, but mm. it's like it's it's just to make sure that the gear is what I think it's going to be before I tell anybody about it. That's yep. the way to do it. Yep. Essentially, I've just admitted to working for free for someone for six months. Yeah, but um, that's that's what I should do. I sh- I should make sure that the gear is right mm. and um, the the trust trust is earned with the audience. It doesn't mm. just get given to you. Trust no. is earned. Yeah, and that's why you'll see. The same gear, like I just know, I know that twenty three zero and Toyo tires, like they're two great examples. Yeah, anyone that I work with is a great example, but they're going to be on any car that I build and develop. Yeah, and whether it's for driving or whether it's for touring, but that is just because mm. I just know how much my Toyo tires have gotten me through. Yeah, and how much my twenty three zero rooftop tent has bared the grunt. That I have put it through in the negative twelve to the searing hot outback, I have used the shit out of it. Yeah. And if it survived for me, which I'm pushing it to hit its limit, and I can't, yeah. there's no one that can break it. It's it's true because yeah. like I, I said sort of a similar thing earlier. Like if if you can't break it, then you know it's going to be good for yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And it's like it comes across like people will see me on my ute change camping and canopy setups all the time mm. there's very few things you won't see me change in one suspension mm-hmm. my tray we're gonna debate about this with our full bar. People. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many things that like especially my tray like great example is yeah. i went and bought a tray with at the time when i first got the no intentions of sponsors affiliates anything like that bought a tray off a bloke who didn't necessarily have a company a brand or anything. There was no logo. It mm. was just I bought it off him off Gumtree mm. and he was meant to build that tray for his ute. I said, I need a ute tray. Can I buy it off you? He's like, yeah, well, I've got this new one being built. Do you want it? I was like, yeah. what are the size dimensions? Worked out perfect. It was just a tradey tray. 
And then because of that, I've seen there's a gap. Like people are like, I can't find a trade to be built. There's such a big wait time on all these big companies. I'm like, I paid five grand, fitted, painted everything for this tray that I, I got fortunately within like a week or two. I was like, go see this guy. And then I just started promoting him, promoting him for free. Mm. And he didn't expect it. He didn't ask for it, nothing. Mm. And like we just grew a relationship. And then like now two years on, he's like, hey, man, I appreciate everything. Now he's running a business. He's got his logo. He's got his brand there. He's like, can we do you a new trade? Mm. Sweet, sure. Fantastic. But it's just I love one that. of those things that you build that connection over That's just years it. of doing it. And, and this is what people don't – this is what people don't get to – don't see and maybe it's just because I, I i should articulate it more maybe now i can mm. um but um you know like i could spitfire so many examples and i'm gonna yeah. say brand names um but it's the truth razorback great example yeah i've been with razorback for a hot minute yeah but why do you think that we only just went live with the red dirt razorback seat covers because i yeah. needed to sit my ass in it yeah wet salty wetsuit dirty hot cold yeah for a long enough period of time for me to be sure that i and them we got it right and we did so i'm more than happy for people to have it and that took time Mm. um and that's and with anybody with anybody that i work you know our phone call conversations we're very honest with each other and we want what's best for the for the the customer service can we get into customer service for a second yeah Yeah, Um, that's a huge that's a huge one and I'm an I've, influencer. I've been speaking about I can, this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an influencer, so I can, I'm going to say what everybody wants me to say. Yeah. Right? Do influencers – it's funny we we're going to wrap this podcast up, but here we go. Um, <laughs> we were about like what, half an hour Yeah, ago. <laughs> we were about to. But let's get this one out because this yeah. is important, right? Yeah. The question, do influencers get special treatment because they're influencers? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. That makes me livid. Yeah. It was not that long ago that I was just a consumer, mm. that I watched, right? I still watch, but I used to follow Explore Life. I wasn't I wasn't on yeah. it. I was like, you've got to understand, I was just like everybody that's listening, watching, mm. right? Not that long ago. I had yeah. my nine to five, I saved my pennies and I bought my shit because I saw people trying and testing it and I thought that it would be for me. Mm. And the, I genuinely, I would love to know, but, Nobody that I work with has shitty customer service and there was one time, Mm. one time my audience was coming to me in my DMs for a while saying, hey, Bridge, I'm not going to say who it is because it's I remember you telling me who it was. It's not my job. It's not my – that's not – it's not about that. It's it's about the story. It's not about who the brand is specifically. Sorry for everyone that really wants me to say it but – yeah, being a better person. Yes. <laughs> then my audience was coming to me, messaging me honestly and saying, hey, Bridge, I bought this thing from X brand and I'm just missing like just like a like a little tiny little piece of the bracket that just must have not been packed or yeah. I'm having an issue with it or something's right. And or even just like I just want to get in contact with them because I want to see if I can return it to get it in another color, whatever. In So much innocence yeah. in their desires to get in contact with the brand and then the final sentence will say something like it's been three months and I can't get an email reply or I can't get them to answer the phone or I can't get them to reply back to my dms and it was about this brand that I used to work with a while ago um and 
I was having to go into bat for my fans and be like, hey, guys, like this fan just needs this little thing sort of figured out or needs this. Nothing yeah. wrong. Like it wasn't like the gears yeah. shit or anything like that. Not at all. Um, but mistakes happen. Yeah, mistakes happen and like or people just want to do a return for another color or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Customer service lines are there to be answered. Yeah. That's the point, right? And my 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 guys and girls following couldn't get a hold of this seemingly from the people that were coming to me, couldn't get a hold of them. And I didn't like that the customer service wasn't there because I was getting fabulous treatment. Yeah. They would call me if I needed. It was uh, answer if I needed, sorry. I was getting fabulous treatment. And then, you know, then you get the big question of do influencers get a certain type of treatment that mm. the general public doesn't get? And, yes, that's the case. Yeah. So will I promote someone that's doing that? No. Yeah. That's why I'm not sponsored yeah. by this person anymore because mm. I was like contracts at an end, let's leave it be, and, and that's that, right? Yeah. Um, and that's okay too. And this is the thing. Had I had I ever said that? No, no yeah. one ever know. Mm. Um, but it's it's just the types of conversations I'm having in DMs with the people that are genuinely going and buying the stuff. Yeah. And it's I've seen it firsthand from both sides. Like the people that are their customer service is above and beyond. And I've had conversations where I've walked in there just as a friendly. G'day, what's going on, guys? Like, how are you? They'll come out. Everyone will shake your hand and just go, hey, man, how you going? It won't go any further than that. It's just, hey, like, good to see you again. And they'll stop talking to me because a customer walks in the door. They go, so we're going to take this. Mm. Fucking oath, man. Mm. Do your job. Mm. Like, mm. and the respect of that, it doesn't affect me at all because I know someone is getting that appreciation that I've already received multiple times over. Hopefully now they're creating a customer that's a lifelong supporter. Yep, absolutely. And if I can't contact a brand or call them about a simple issue myself as a consumer, I don't want to be promoting that to someone who is not in that same position. Mm. Like I want to be able to, and I've done it before and I think I might have told you or some other people, there's people I've called that are just like, no, sorry, fuck off. Mm. Like noted. Yeah, <laughs> noted. And you don't ever forget it. And like no. – and and it, like again, data, <laughs> mm. a bit of data and a bit of facts that the Australian turnover of vehicles being turned mm. over, like getting a new vehicle, is like three and a half, four and a half years. Yeah. Um, in the full driving industry in Australia, it drops down drastically. Oh, that's right. Sorry, it's four and a half years. Mm. The average turnover of vehicles leases ending, new cars being yeah. purchased, four and a half years in the full driving industry, drastically drops down to two and a half to three years. Yep. Now, I think that that's because the cars get used and abused. They do get totaled yep. and whatever. Ks, towing, 100%, percent, yep. right? But, and this is the research that like me working with brands that, that we go into and, and we talk about. It's like if that is the Australian turnover of four-wheel driving vehicles, mm. it is in your best interest to – provide a great service with a good quality product that lasts, yeah. right, um, and then when their car turns over two and a half to three years later, they will be your customer on their next car and on the next car mm. and on the next set of tyres and in the next, you know, GPS system and the next radio and the next engine. Get me? Yeah. So I did it. My first four-wheel driver had their gear. Oh, that's, I, that's a bit of a stretch most of it, yeah. but by second and then going onto the four drives, then the gear was coming and it's and it's on the next car and on the next car and the next car. Yeah. And if it's lasting for me, mm. I mean, if it's lasting for me and uh, the shit gets 
thrashed yeah. in the hot and in the cold day after day after day with yeah. no very little downtime for servicing. And I'd be honest if I had to service gear, like if I was having to tighten the bolts of my, uh, you know, custom bar work or my rooftop tent, yeah. I'd tell you. I'm yeah. not because mm. it's fine. Yeah, it's and that's just issue. it. That's just it. So it's like um, make good gear and I, I don't know how like the details of how other influencers are working with brands. Maybe mm. they're nothing like me or maybe they're even more like me but um, obviously that's private to them and stuff like that. But this is what I'm like yeah. and my relationship with the brands, the, the honest, you know, abuse on gear and what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, the the brands like it. Like and, and I just think I and I think the audience appreciate appreciates it yeah. more so too. Mm. It's better for everybody. Definitely. Just fucking tell the truth. And you know what's okay is like Kings. Yeah. Like Adventure Kings gear. Mm-hmm. Cheap knockoff gear, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that I've bought out of that shop is fucking phenomenal. Mm. And there is some stuff that is piles of shit. Mm. But it's it's taken me time to like work through, figure out what did or didn't work. And it is cheap. But when you can go buy, say, a fridge for an example, if you're a weekend warrior that just needs a beat up fridge for work and go away to a weekend trip, why spend $1,500 plus on the best range of fridge when you can buy something that isn't going to be the end of the world that might mm-hmm. cost you 300 bucks 100%. and he's going to get you through with what you need to do. 100%. And it's, you, you still get five year warranty with him. Yeah. 100%. So why not? But like, I'm not saying it's the best brand to go with. Like if you're living out of that thing, you want something that's going to be reliable and stick you through. And I've gone through like multiple different swags and I've found my swag that suits, which is just a frontier swag. Mm. I fucking love that thing. Yeah. But there's different swags out there now in the market that you're coming up with like the blow-up swags yeah. and the inflatable swags and all that. I'm keen to try them, but I'm yeah. like, I like this, this swag I've put through torture and hell and mm. it hasn't broken. And then I hear things about like inflatable swags, what if they get popped? Yeah. Which has happened. Yeah, yeah. And I go, I've seen Fuck, it. Like uh-huh. that's an inconvenience. I've if I'm on the road for six weeks th- and Frontier Lines is another really I don't work with Frontier Lines, yeah. but I um I know Paul and yeah. Um, yeah, is it Toddy and Ryan there yeah, now too? And, he's yeah. he is from Day Dot. Yeah. Okay. Before before Ryan was involved, but yeah. Paul always from day one. Um, when I I have R and D tested stuff for them. Yeah. Um, and he is a, another great example of someone that's a big advocate of if it breaks, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. You, you don't have to hide it. It's that means that we need to make an edit. Means something needs to be changed. And it means something needs to be changed. And he's really he's an, he's another really good example of someone that's super yeah. authentic. And that's why, even though I don't work with him anymore, because obviously that would be a bit of a um, like I've never been paid by him, but yeah. a bit of a clash because obviously I've been with twenty three zero for so long. But yeah, um, I I have so much respect for him even as a businessman and as a friend, and I mean that as a businessman, mm. um, because he's a really good example of. Every, everybody's got to be on their L's. Gear's got to yeah. be on their L's as well. That's why you never buy first generation of a vehicle. You let them get all of their mistakes yeah. out and then you go and you jump in the second time around. Mm. Um, so in my case, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. And I yeah. know I, I whether people believe it or not that um, the sponsorships on my end are really, really authentic, they are, and they're super yeah. thought through. And, and really, it comes through. It's yeah, natural. Yeah, it's- I hope so. I hope so and even more so now. Yeah. Um. But and and that's another thing you talked about price point before with with Kings. Mm. Okay. 
think about the touring vehicle, the four-wheel driving vehicle and the weekend warrior. If I have to be with one brand on all three of those cars, mm. obviously there's going to be different gear built for different, whether it's, you know, suspension gear that's dedicated yeah. for hardcore wheeling or suspension that needs remote res because you're going to go on corrugations yeah. or suspension that's got to be a bit more budget friendly because it's going on the Weekend Warrior. You'll see that on Red Dirt in 2024 yeah. and the variety of gear that I've chosen that I think that actually suits the purpose of that car well yeah. and let's see if it is it, it lasts. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I really like the three different vehicles on Red Dirt yeah. because I think that it's going to show a perspective from one brand shown in three different ways, yeah. how does it perform? Yeah. How does it perform? Um, and I, I really like that. I'm keen to see. Well, I know how the years unfolded because yeah. I've have it's in my brain because I've seen the episodes. But it's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but I, I really look forward to the audience seeing it. But these are all the little business details and behind yeah. the scenes that's like um, there's so much more, isn't there? There's so much more that goes into the, yeah. your operation, my operation, than what people realize. Always, yeah. Always. So much more. Yeah. So people, and I say this for you as well, but people listening and sharing this podcast to their friend or somebody that you think would find this interesting, it makes a massive difference Yeah. for Mr. Quinn Living. It really does. Oh, yeah. And, Huge. and also, too, it's free to listen. It's free to share it. It's free yeah. to put it on your story. It's free to send it to your mate. Yeah. Um, and likewise with my YouTube channel, it makes the what all we could ever ask is that you watch, listen, and enjoy it. And we, everyone says it: like, subscribe, comment. Especially for Spotify and stuff, the things that matter on Spotify is if you download the episode. That's actually Didn't know that. yeah. So if you go, if you go in and listen, all your episodes oh, because yeah. I listen to them in the middle of nowhere. There's no service. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a. Big thing too, but yeah. if you if you have all the episodes automatically downloaded, it shows up better in our ratings. Wow! And if you rate it five stars, which isn't an option to do on YouTube, you can't go rate someone's channel five no. st- no. stars. Yeah, and those things boost us more than just listening to yeah. an episode. Absolutely, which is crazy. Like it sounds so typical to go, "Hey, follow us, rate us five stars, give us a like and a comment and subscribe." But it's it's sort of corny to say every mm. episode, but it's like. If you don't do that and you support those people, you're supporting them without giving any benefit to them. Mm, mm. And it's it's not saying that we need mm. that, but it's if you generally want to see us, you know, people say to us like, oh, we need more content. We need more content. Subscribe, like, comment, do all that shit and we're going to do it more. Like, that lets me. And that's it. And it's, it's like firsthand this, of us seeing it. These, all these hours that we've been sitting down unpacking everything to do with podcasting, YouTube business, influencers, yeah. all of it. Camera. <laughs> okay, go and flip it. I'm actually. I just. I was just saying my last thing for a good little wrap yeah. up. We're shooting through the batteries. <laughs> we're doing such a good job though. Like we're killing it. Yeah. You have two episodes. Oh, yeah, but you've got to crop it though, don't you? This is what I mean. If this microphone is still recording, we. You and I, we really are actually just great friends. That yeah. we could just sit down and talk till the cows come home and the sun sets. We've done it a million times over. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. You and I together, we're a good little recipe, hey? We could almost leave these clippings in. Oh, yep, we yeah. found in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
Um, we, we still don't have a team running this. It's just us. <laughs> it's just us. Um, I'm controlling TV, soundboard, computer. Yeah, I know. This is meant for me being the guest spot because yeah. I, I, I see you on the controls. I see you doing everything and I get it. Yeah. I get it. And it's, it's actually just really nice um, yeah, so to, be, to be the guest. Of, which would be last episode, yeah. first part of this, is we've got our mystery man yeah. that's coming to help us now. Which yeah. Yeah, mystery takes a man. little bit off yeah. me yeah. that I don't have yeah. to worry about like the camera 100%. or the TV or soundboard. Yeah. 100%. It helps us connect yeah. easier. Yeah, absolutely. And um, um, yeah. what what I was saying before is if if you're a supporter or just and you just want to see this podcast go further, mm. um, like what you said, the rating it, um, the downloading it, it costs nothing, just a tiny little bit of time. Yeah. Um, but it makes such a, such a big difference for more Huge. episodes to come out, and it's the exact same with the with the YouTube episode. And after all this time of talking, mm. and me being like, please go and follow, please go and subscribe, please go and you know you know follow the pages on Facebook and YouTube, all of it, um, because it helps me, it helps me, it helps me. Do you know yeah. what also does help me? People that buy merch, and not one time, sure. not one time in this whole podcast have I promoted it. Yeah. Because what does that do? That requires people to have to go and spend money. Yeah. If you want to. Amazing! I appreciate you for it. Yeah, it's it's a but little what I extra really bonus. Urge, yeah, yeah, what I really urge because it is free and it takes nothing from you that makes me feel bad mm. is please just watch and follow our stuff. It, yeah, and and it, it it it's already changed my life. Yeah, and I want to see it go bigger and further. So if everybody mm. could do that um, to both of us, I would thank you for it. I'll give yeah. you a cuddle when I see you. It's, but it's a cool thing to be able to stand out. Like how many times do you walk around and like, especially podcasting stuff at the moment, like there's alpha blokes everywhere. Like, woo! Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube wherever you listen to us, um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time we've got stickers or something with us. So we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, it's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.